In the holy name of Jesus, amen. This week I tapped my data into deathclock.com. My height, my weight, my birthday, my body mass index, and even my attitude. All things being equal, the death clock says that I will drop dead at the age of 94 on the 21st of August, 2052. It is a Wednesday, and I am still free for lunch if anyone wants to get on my calendar. Dinner looks sketchy. It's great that we can have a laugh at death this morning, especially after all we have been through together these past six weeks. We have seen Satan in the wilderness. We have seen Nicodemus in the darkness. And Jesus even spit on us. He spit in the dirt and made mud, and he rubbed that on our eyes. And like the blind man, he allowed us to see. We met the woman at the well. And after a little chat, all of us together decided to give up shame for Lent. There's nothing quite like being shameless. We weren't even afraid to be dead and buried with our old friend Lazarus because, after all, only the dead can be resurrected. And now this morning we have found that Jesus is a comic genius. They thought they had him, but they didn't. He's up. He's free. He's yours. It's great. When we can have a good laugh at death, it means that death has not gotten the best of us. Now I will admit that sometimes it takes a little while to laugh again, especially if death is fresh and near. Besides, Easter morning is full of all sorts of things of which your grandmother might say, this is not a laughing matter. Okay, I concede, but only just a little bit. It's true. The two Marys have seen a lot of pain this past Holy Week. They have seen the betrayal and the scourging, the nails, the nakedness, they have seen the death, the tomb, and the injustice. So much injustice. We human beings are absolutely horrible to each other, and we are also horrible to the God who made us. And your grandmother's right. Earthquakes are no laughing matter. And when the lightning comes and the horn blows, get off the course. Angels are always a little bit spooky, especially first thing in the morning. And if you have ever seen a horror movie, you know if the guards are unconscious and the stone is rolled back, don't go in. So when the Marys come to the tomb, this is not a laughing matter until it is. Knowingly, gently, cleverly, the angel says to them, Hey, you want to hear something funny? He was crucified, but he's not here. He was dead, but now he's not. The joke is on them. It is not on you. 
Christ has risen. Alleluia. And right there, those women trade their great big fear for a great big joy. And then doing just exactly what they were told to do, they run to tell the others, and on the way, as a bonus prize, Jesus meets them and he says, boy, am I glad to see you. I know the text says hail or greeting, but we don't talk that way anymore. The text says hail, but what the text means is laughter, joy. It is great to see you. This morning, Jesus is so happy because now, finally, he has had the chance to die for all your sins, to erase all your guilt and all your shame to forgive everybody and everything that is here this morning and then come back to you alive to play and to laugh and to be with all of you forever. And that, you see, makes the Marys happy too. Jesus isn't angry. One of the best things about Easter is that Jesus isn't angry. He's not angry with Judas. He's not angry with St. Peter. He's not angry with the soldiers. And he's not angry with any of you, not with one of you. Instead, Jesus loves all of them, and he loves all of you. And there is no more room in our own lives for fear or for anger. It's right there in verse 10. Don't fear. No more fear. And you all thought Nike had the trademark. No, Jesus had it first 2,000 years ago today at Easter. Nike probably owes him money. That's the story of Easter. It starts with one big fear. This is our greatest fear. He's dead, so you are dead and I am dead. That is our great fear. And it ends with one big laugh. He lives, so you live and I live. We live eternally in joy and beauty and light and love. Most of all, we live in love. And so Jesus says, go tell the boys that I'll see them in Galilee. And on the way, go tell the broken and the bruised. Tell the shamed and the guilty. Tell the troubled and the tired. The disobedient, the horrible, the betrayers. Tell the sick Tell the seekers like Nicodemus, tell the blind, tell the shame, tell the dead, tell everyone you see that Lent is over, I'm up, I'm back, let's go. It's church. Everything is forgiven this morning, everything is forgotten, everything is shiny and new, and if you don't remember anything else this morning, remember this, on Easter, every one of you gets a fresh start. And so we come to the altar again today. We come to the Eucharist with Nicodemus and with Lazarus, with the woman at the well and the blind man. The two Marys and the apostles will be there as well. All the saints and all the angels, all your dead, all of mine, all alive, they will be there at the altar, at the Eucharist today. Sometime today, do Jesus a favor. Sometime today, 
take a minute and have a laugh at death. Believe me, death hates that. Death cannot take a joke, and one of the distinguishing marks of Satan is that Satan has no sense of humor. So sometime today, do Jesus a favor and have a good laugh at death. That's the fun of Easter. As for me, I don't know if I'll run out the clock. But if I do, when I drop dead at 94, you all say something nice to my wife and kids, and then have a Eucharist, and then you can drop me off at that waiting room that you all call Wheaton Cemetery. You can come back here. You can eat potato salad in that green jello with pretzels. And you can all have a good laugh. Most of all, what you should do is have a good laugh. Because on the 21st of August, 2052, I may have lunch with one of you, but I will be having Easter dinner with Jesus, even though it is a Wednesday. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>